This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us for this uh, second hour of Real Presence Live, coming to you from the studios in Fargo. Our, your hosts today are myself, Jack Nelly, and my wife, Doreen. We're happy to be with you today, and uh, we hope you're enjoying the show. And we've got lots more to go. And uh, uh, for our next guest, his goal is to renew the culture of life, one pedal stroke at a time. And we're talking to Jimmy Becker, who is the chairman of the board for an organization called Biking for Babies. And I'm going to let you, Jimmy, uh, kind of tell us about it and give us a little bit about yourself as well. Fantastic. Yes, thank you for having me on the show. So, um, yeah, Biking for Babies is an organization that, um, yeah, seeks to renew the culture of life one pedal stroke at a time, as Jack said. And uh, the way that we do that is to focus on, um, we take a three-pronged approach. And so we look at the, the greatest evil of our time, which is abortion. We see the greatest opportunity, and that is to respond uh, with grace to encourage hope in our culture. And uh, so our three goals that we set forth is to um, work with the youth, uh, primarily with the college-aged students and young adults, and um, provide for them an opportunity uh, on bicycles in the summer uh, for them to uh, take a a role in in the pro-life mission. And then in addition to that, we also help to raise awareness for local pregnancy resource centers across the country and uh, seek to provide financial support for those centers. And so the organization uh, started back in 2009, and uh, it started actually as a response to um, some inspiration uh, from St. John Paul II. Uh, Back in 1993, he had presented uh, in his homily a very powerful statement uh, and w- within his homily, he said, Woe to you if you do not succeed in defending life. And so uh, Biking for Babies uh, was, was a response to that invitation. And uh, it was our way of contributing what we had uh, with, within our abilities um, to pro- pro- proclaim the gospel of life and do it on bicycles by telling and sharing the, the story with our friends and seeking to find ways to help local pregnancy resource centers. You know, Jimmy, um, what we do in life usually has a history or, you know, something that prepared us for this. Could you tell us a little bit about your personal journey to this point? I know you mentioned, you know, hearing the quote of John Paul II, but you personally, um, Jimmy Baker, how did, how was your life formed that you um, were able to hear the inspiration and respond to it? Yeah, great question. So I, I uh, grew up in a, a Catholic home and uh, was uh, born and raised uh, within the Catholic faith. And I'd say um, in college, I went to the University of Illinois, Champaign, and was, uh, was graced with the opportunity to live at the Newman Center on campus. And um, yeah, I was very thankful uh, for my experience uh, because that was a very formative time in my life and uh, also got plugged in and connected with the local uh, focus 
uh, ministry, so Fellowship of Catholic University students. Had, they had, at the time, uh, seven focused missionaries on our campus. And then, in addition, we had several priests as well. And so my parents thought it was very important that as I was transitioning from high school into college and leaving the nest, so to speak, um, they, they took a, an active role um, to, to make sure that the, the faith got passed on. And, um, yeah, fortunately, through the relationships that were formed, uh, with the priests and the, the missionaries and other students on campus, um, my faith was cultivated and grew uh, in that formative time of my life and uh, was allowed then to, to, to flourish um, in many ways. And, and so, yeah, I think that um, as far as the pro-life um, aspect in my formative years, early years, uh, my parents, my, my dad... Uh, is now retired, but uh, he served as a physician, uh, and so he cared for a number of patients through the, through the years, and uh, also uh, probably his number one quote that he'll forever be remembered is, is just stressing the importance of faith first and then family, and uh, he led by example just through how he, he lived his life. Uh, he always took uh, faith as a priority and, and family as well, and um, and so I think just through his example um, and my mom's as well, um, I appreciated the fact that they responded uh, yes uh, to the invitation to bring me into this world. And I know that so many women find themselves in uh, difficult situations where, where fear is the driving factor. And um, uh, very often I remind myself and try to encourage and remind others that just like it says in the gospel, that um, perfect love casts out all fear. And we need to, to remind people of that. And in situations where fear is the driving factor, we need to promote the gospel of life and encourage hope by just sharing the love of Christ. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. It, um, it's beautiful. It's apparent that you've reflected on what brought you to this um, point where, the, where your passion for faith and family that was exemplified by your own family um, you know, in the way that it had, you know, a, just a very beautiful impact on you. But you received it, too. You uh, you didn't let it go. Uh, can you say a little bit about the biking part of it? Because how does biking connect with that part of your life? You, you've talked about your, your family, your education, your spirituality, your, your involvement and focus. So why biking? Yeah, great question. So, um, yeah, we... We're called as Christians to give up our time, talent, and treasure. And uh, growing up, um, I was a pretty active kid and uh, enjoyed outdoor, the outdoors and uh, different recreational activities from running, swimming, and all the rest. And, and so uh, it wasn't actually until college that I started to take biking a little bit more serious and got involved in the local triathlon club on campus. And um, the, uh, the other uh, co-founder, his name's Mike, Mike Schaefer, and so he was a runner by trade, and so we both had a passion for endurance sport. And he actually had shared the initial idea of doing a bicycle ride, uh, kind of like a camp trip over several days. And and so that was the uh, challenge uh, that he wanted to aspire to. And I, my response to him was that if we were going to do something like that, we should do it for a mission. And in no time at all, we determined that the, the, the best best mission to support at this time in in our history 
is to support the pro-life mission. So we got connected with the Students for Life on campus and also got connected with um, the local Pregnancy Resource Center in Champaign. And from there, it was um, Biking for Babies formed, and we saw um, biking as a, as a vehicle or as a means to, to get from point A to point B and cover a, a good distance over a long period of time. And that's what really drove the mission because then we were able to celebrate life with local communities all across the country. And where we started in Illinois, we were able to then expand to uh, different parts across the country. And our, our, this last year, our summer ride, we had 50 missionaries participate, all college-age students from different parts of the country. And um, our campaign is biking across the country. And actually, this coming summer, we're actually hoping to have a ride starting, uh, if not in Fargo, at least working towards uh, starting in Fargo in the near future. And uh, we had a representative rider uh, come from the North Dakota area, and we're able to support the local center there in, in Fargo as well. Uh, so very thankful for the connection. Do you have, like, one main ride, or do you have, like, uh, different rides that start at different places throughout the country? Yeah, it's, it's the latter. And so we have, uh, th- this past year, we had four routes that all converged and met in St. Louis. And so our campaign, Biking Across the Country, we had the north northern route started in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And then we had one start in down in New Orleans uh, for the southern route. And on the west side, we started in Holly, Colorado. And uh, the eastern route started in Ohio. And so those all came together then in St. Louis. And the ride itself takes place over over a week. And so it's a, a, a pilgrimage as well as a mission. Um, and it's an opportunity for, for the individuals that participate to truly have a life, life-transforming experience. And they experience the fullness of life over that period of time. And they do it in community with others. And that very much carries into their full life experience as well. And they can appreciate just the importance of community in achieving a significant feat that they otherwise wouldn't have been able to do on their own. Can you share just, you know, like a nutshell, what does a day look like in the Biking for Babies pilgrimage slash, um, I don't know, bike-a-thon? Yeah, so we start our mornings out, uh, typically wake up around 5 in the morning, uh, so we can have everything ready to go uh, when the sun comes out. Um, we've been blessed to have uh, priests, different priests participate all along the route, and so uh, we'll typically start with a morning prayer and reflection before we kick off the day, Uh, and then throughout the day, um, at different points, uh, we'll we'll offer up a rosary together, uh, do the Angelus uh, around the noon hour before lunch, and then at the end of each day, um, when we make it to our final destination, we uh, end with the celebration of the Mass and then uh, sharing the breaking of bread afterwards in community with others uh, in different parts of in different communities and um, and just share the experience of what, what we're doing, why we're doing it, and who we're doing it for. So each rider is representing their local pregnancy resource center, so they're the face, effectively, of the pregnancy resource center that they're supporting. Okay, we're, we're coming up on a break here, Jimmy. I want to... So before we get there, though, I want to remind our, our listeners, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking to Jimmy Becker, who is the chairman of the board of Biking for Babies. And after the break, we're going to have some more 
talk about it. And I've got some specific questions for you too. Like how many, how many riders do you camp? Uh, how are you supported and, uh, how do people uh, support the riders? And, uh, we'll get to that after this break. So stay with us for more of Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to this installment of Real Presence Live. I'm Jack Canelli, along with my wife, Doreen, and we are broadcasting from the studio in Fargo. And we're talking with Jimmy Becker with biking for babies and before the break jimmy i mentioned i had some questions for you uh you know like when you have these rides you know how are they supported do you have uh, water stops along the way or do you just uh, go to like uh, uh gas stations or parks and things like that do you camp do they stay at hotels you know just tell us what, what what's it like or you know if someone signs up for one of these what are they getting into yeah, great question. So our typical team comprises of 12 people, and that could vary from two support crew members to four support crew members, and then the rest is made up of, of our riders. And so all of our uh, all of the members of our team we refer to as our missionaries because uh, obviously they're sent out on mission. And, um, and so the support crew really essentially provides the support 
uh, for the riders all along the way. And so uh, they'll stop at gas station, local gas stations, and uh, they'll be wearing their biking for baby shirt. And very frequently, we'll be get asked questions because they're we usually paint the deck, um, the different vehicles that we have uh, just to promote and share what what we're doing. And um, soon after the support crew get there to the gas station or wherever it may be that we stop uh, for at different points during the day, um, all the riders are wearing the same matching jerseys, and so it usually spurs uh, some good opportunity for conversation. Um, but yeah, throughout the day, uh, once we get to our final destination, uh, we usually do a lot of coordination in advance, and so we have local hosts in different communities that house the riders. Uh, so we get connected with different parishes. And um, typically when we roll into a community, um, we'll, we'll get connected with the local parish and have the opportunity to celebrate Mass as a prayer of Thanksgiving because we know that it's the grace uh, of God that sustains us and protects us on the road. And then uh, after uh, celebrating the Mass, we'll, we'll then share in uh, conversation over food and uh, kind of co-host the event with those who are um, graciously uh, housing our crew, um, and, and during that time, we get the opportunity to proclaim the gospel of life and just share the different encounters that we've had. And uh, uh, very oftentimes, our our missionaries will share their why, as far as why they uh, signed up to participate and what they've learned through their experience. Do the missionaries solicit uh, sponsors or pledges on like an, on a per mile basis? Because I know. You know, you were saying that you have a team that starts up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and they end up in St. Louis, and another one coming out of, uh, I think it was New Orleans. So this is some serious riding over the course of the week. How many, you know, so how do they do, uh, you know, how do you do the fundraising? And uh, uh, the other question I just lost, but yeah, how, how does how, how does somebody support biking for babies if they're not con- contacted by a missionary? That's a great question. So uh, we have a website, it's uh, bikingforbabies.com. Uh, so you have the opportunity there to, to to join us on mission. And as the expression goes, some some give by going, others go by giving. Um, and so uh, we're graciously supported uh, through through the work of those uh, missionary, mission partners who help us to, to continue to promote the gospel of life and, and work with uh, the, the, the next generation of uh, pro-life missionaries. And so uh, our program actually starts long before the ride takes place. Um, and it's, it's great, actually, that it's a significant uh, physical feat of which they have to accomplish because they can't just, you know, come in the next day do it. Um, and so our training uh, comprises of about five to six months in advance of the ride. Uh, and during that training, we take a holistic approach so that they're not only necessarily training for the physical activity of, of the, the feat that they hope to accomplish, but in addition to that, it's a very formative time as well. And so it's the whole mind, body, and soul approach that we take. And then in addition to that, we help to provide for the, the missionary the tools necessary to share uh, the mission of Biking for Babies in their local community. And um there are so many wonderful uh, people that graciously support our local mi- local missionaries, and that really fuels the fire of, of both their prayers and their financial support, uh, just to help provide that encouragement and hope uh, to recognize that we're all in this together and we each play a part. How, how many miles do they ride in an average day? So it, it varies. It's around 100 to 120 miles a day. Uh, our western route is the longest route, and so they actually add one day, but the full experience 
takes takes place over over a week, and uh, so we cover quite a bit of ground in a short period of time, and uh, it makes for a really enjoyable experience. And um, you'll find missionaries at the end of the ride uh, with with tears of joy and uh, just awestruck at the accomplishment of what they were able to achieve and coming to appreciate the fact that, yeah, they could have never done it on their own, but with the help of God's grace and the encouragement of others, they they see what they were able to accomplish and all the more able to encourage others to accomplish their their major feats, much like uh, a young woman that may find herself pregnant. Um, She may feel um, that this is something I could never do and never could do on my own. And the, the fact of the matter is, is we as relational beings were never created to be in isolation, but our relational beings that are, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a relationship, there's a family involved uh, in that affair. And so we need to work as a family and as a community. And that's really what we as an organization are trying to promote is to promote faith and promote family that started back uh, in, in my own formative experience uh, growing up in my household and has only further been uh, promoted. And uh, I guess with that, I just want to give a shout-out to you to, to Morris and Joy McCormick, mm-hmm. uh, married to their, their youngest daughter, Julia, and it's just been a blessing um, to, uh, yeah, just to continue that and to then pass that on to, to our children. Uh, we have four little boys and uh, another one on the way. And um, so, yeah, we're just excited to, to, to live the mission and uh, also to experience the, the mission of Biking for Babies along the way. And what a beautiful match you and Julia are. You know, I don't know you, Jimmy, but I know Julia a little bit and her parents. Um, they, they have the same passion for life that you do. And Julia came from a family that, as you know, is very much like the family that you came from. And um, yeah, I know the Morrises used to host what we called the shopper's break. It <laughs> the was, McCormick's. I mean, the McCormick's. What did I say? The Morrises. I'm sorry. The that's McCormick's. his first name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry, the McCormicks. Um, yeah. For our li- for our listeners, the McCormicks are a Fargo family. That's Jimmy's yes, connection with yes. us. Um, Sorry. We, um, for many years, they hosted what was called the annual. Um, I think it was right. It was a right to life, or um, I can't think of the organization. No. Anyway, uh, shoppers break where they'd open their home at Christmas time, and people could come and enjoy. You know the the support of each other, and it was a benefit for local um, pro-life work. So, so beautiful that you are together. I'm sure it's God's design. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no question. <laughs> and I'm thankful every, every day for, for the gift of our, our marriage and, and just the, the witness that Morris and Joy have uh, to, to the beauty of life and how they promoted that both in uh, bringing up their children and all of the uh, foster children that they cared for too mm-hmm. over over many years as well. Right. Uh, it's it's um, something that inspires uh, both Julie and I, and helps us to recognize that yeah, God's uh, grace uh, can never be His. Uh, he can never be outdone in generosity, and it's we we are called as Christians to be outpouring, uh, just in the same way that Jesus poured it all out for us and love that we are called to share that, uh, that outpouring uh, of love. And that's really how we respond to God's invitation and uh, respond to the two greatest commandments. And ultimately, the two greatest uh, commandments boil down to a simple acronym, uh, that being joy, Jesus, others, yourself, and uh, putting ourselves to it third and putting others before us and, and focusing on God first and foremost. We live in the order that God 
created and intended for us to, and it brings us great joy. Mm, and beauty. I mean, you, you're just such a beautiful example. I, I want you, before we, we're kind of coming up close on time, but before we go, I want you to kind of uh, encourage our listeners, you know, what can they do or what are some ways that they, go ahead, Dreen, you have I, a question? I just have one question, Jimmy. Is there an age limit to part, uh, for people that um, are participating as bikers? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll try and answer actually both of those questions. And the first question as far as the age limit, for the national ride, uh, our age limit is 18 to 30, I think it's 35, maybe 39. Uh, but the, the reason for that is because that is the age that is most impacted by the devastation of abortion. Mm. And so we are working within that particular age demographic so that those at that stage in their life uh, can help in encouraging their peers and can be so inspired, recognizing the fact that their their peers uh, are, are impacted in some way. And we, we've had actually experiences that have happened um, over the years of um, a missionary who's participating in the ride comes to find out that their, um, their roommate is uh, expecting a child unexpectedly. And so they're able to live the mission of mm. fighting for babies in, in the, the, that experience. And that rider actually ended up not, not being able to ride the national ride, but we encourage them all the more to say, you're living the mission. Um, and that this is the fruit or the outcome of the experience that you've encountered to be there as a source of encouragement and support for your friend, for your roommate. And her roommate, uh, thanks be to God, chose to, to carry their, the, her child to full term, oh. which is a huge blessing. And then she was there to help and support, not just through the pregnancy, but um, through the early informative uh, critical uh, life years of, of her little girl. What a great witness. And so, Okay. Uh, the second part of that, Doran, um, what was the second question then? Well, I, I'm going to rephrase it. We've got about a minute to go here, but I think I'd like you to uh, encourage our listeners how they can get involved with, uh, you know, and how they can support Biking with Babies and also, you know, encourage them to, um, you know, support uh, pro-life activities wherever they are. Yes, yes. So, again, St. John Paul II's statement, woe to you if you do not succeed in defending life. I was saying in 1993, we're living in 2021 now, I believe that that was a prophetic statement that was a call to action, and each and every single one of us are called to do our part, uh, whether at a local level, national level, or anywhere in between, or even at a global level. Um, so I really encourage all the listeners to uh, check out our website to learn more about Biking for Babies. Help support us. Uh, we are actually looking to do local rides in the future, and so we'll hopefully, God willing, someday in the near future, we'll have a local ride in, in your area. And that will be something for every all family and friends to participate in. Okay, great. And it's nice and flat here, so let's <laughs> encourage people to sign up. Yes, maybe Fargo can be one of your first uh, outreaches uh, for that uh, for for a ride. But uh, and we'll look forward to seeing you at that. Anyway, uh, it, it's time for our break, Jimmy. We want to thank you for being on today and telling us about biking for babies. And I hope our listeners are in are inspired to uh, support uh, support your program. And with that, we'll uh, see you on the other side of the break with more Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 